you silly motherfuckers. This is Altered Cognition. I'm Nick Breen, here with my co-host and amazing producer, DJ Los. How how? Stop attack. Stop it, stop attack. Could you imagine getting an award and then just going up there and pouring urine all over yourself? Could you imagine getting stop a attack. fucking Oscar? Stop, stop attack. Get him. I chug heavy cream. How how? Get him. Cancel. How how? Get him. Cancel. How how? Stop attack. Stop it, stop attack. Get him. I chug heavy cream. How how? Get him. Cancel. How how? Get him. Cancel. How how? Stop attack. Stop it, stop attack. Stop attack. <laughs> I did a, uh, a, a, a Skype podcast with Liz Mealy. And she wouldn't let uh-huh. me. She wouldn't let me see her. Really? She was like, ah, I just feel more comfortable. And I was like, you know what? You're you're a gem for coming on, and like like you know we appreciate that enough. So like you know, I, I, I was like, you can see me though. She's like, yeah, you look fine. I'm like, I'm like, this isn't fair. <laughs> Wait, so she what? She didn't she didn't feel comfortable or? I don't know. He looked too rapey. I didn't look rapey. I looked normal. Maybe she didn't have she wasn't having a good hair day, who knows, right? Yeah, right. No, who knows. But no, thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, uh I'm Nick Breen, I'm your host. I'm here with my buddy uh via Skype. I don't know if we need to shout Skype out. It's uh not a sponsor, but we're using them. My buddy Andre Kim. What's up, Andre? Hey, what's going on? Can you guys hear me loud and clear and shit? Oh yeah, we yeah. hear you. Perfect. You hear okay, both of cool. us? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's my that's my co-host and my producer, DJ Los. You can't see him. He's hideous anyway, so um, <laughs> you're lucky. I'm actually having to look at him. <clears throat> what are you up to, what, dude? Uh, nothing. What, where, I, yeah, it's interesting where you're at. It's like... Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is like uh, I feel like you're, this is like a hostage feed, like you're held hostage by ISIS, <laughs> at like I, a CBD vape shop or something. Like they held yeah. you hostage. Yeah, I am at a CBD vape shop. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like. I was just fucking around. <laughs> no, really, it is. It is. Hold on, hold on. Can you read this? <laughs> Can you read this? See now it looks like you're saying uh, they want th- three million for ransom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worth nearly that much, dude. It's just, you read it again; it says thirty bucks. <laughs> they meant thirty milligrams of CBD. That's what they meant. And that's it. And that's it. So how I, like, you- I like how you looked around too. I was like, it looks like a CBD vape You looked around. You're like. You're right. That is where I'm at. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how can you see that? I thought, <laughs> oh god, because you're so far from the camera, I feel like you're like on the other side of a tunnel. Should we? Should we get me closer to the no, camera? This is funny. This is I love it. This is hilarious. Like I, this is so you. I fucking love it. Right? Like you're just in front of the biggest plant I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's Harry. <laughs> that's Harry. That's the I and I was like moving it over and I was like, dude, if I break this plant, the owner of this shop is gonna be fucking pissed. Yeah, that's fine. Well what city are you in right now? Can I'm in Milford. Say? I'm in Milford right now. I'm in Milford. Milford, okay. Yeah, I'm in Milford. I can tell by all the uh, Toyota Camrys I drove by in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, actually, I, I didn't realize there's also like the big Bel Air Auto sign in the background. Like I'm giving free advertising to <laughs> Bel Air Auto. Shout out Bel Air Auto, not a sponsor, but we uh, we record in a window across the street from them. We're actually in a window right now. Like if like if people walk by, they might think I was important. Wow, they they um they probably think <laughs> you're doing. You, they probably think you're doing like a live stream or something, which you are. Yeah, pretty much. Or a hostage video. <laughs> Whichever one. Dude, it really looks like a hostage video. I Whichever one. I am a hostage. You know, like that's like, like that's my aura. That's my mentality. That's what I got going on. So you're not in New York City right now. I know that. Um, when did um, you escape? Oh yeah, I'm at an undisclosed location. Yeah. Yep. When When did you escape? Uh, probably been, probably been 40 days now. When, you so, know, 40, yeah. so yeah, so March, March 14th, I had a show and like eight people showed up. It was, it was bad. Um, and then that was like the day that was the weekend that everything got serious, that everybody yeah. started taking everything seriously. Right. That was when they like locked down the city and fucking, you know, the whole world shut right. down. Um, so, so how, so what did you just decide? Fuck, what, what did you, you said? Fuck it. Just decided I'm out of here. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? Um, this kind of seems like it's going to be a lockdown kind of thing. And, um, you know, anytime anything like that happens, New York City is not the best area to be in. New York City is a good place to be in when everyone's happy and cool and there's no lockdown. But when there's a lockdown and stuff, and it, 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 it kind of is going to resemble a, an apocalyptic kind of situation. You don't want to be in a city filled with like 15 million people. No, no, there's nowhere to go. Can you imagine yeah, if everybody yeah. tries to leave at once? Yeah, exactly. It's like we've all seen those movies. Independence exactly. Day. World War Z. Yeah, we've all yeah yeah anything with Will Smith in it. We've all we've seen all those movies of people trying right. to escape from fucking cities, man. That's you know, and there's always the scene where all the cars are backed up in the road and no one can get out, and then everybody gets out of their car and they're like looking up at their impending doom. It is always that scene, Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean we can't. Yeah, you don't want to get you don't you just don't want to get. You don't want to get stuck in that kind of shit. So comedy shut down. Um, I know you're still doing your podcast. Uh, we're still doing our podcast over here. That's kind of been like a godsend for me to kind of get out of the whole quarantine, you know, fucking mode and, and actually get out and kind of socialize with people and stuff. Um, what do you think about virtual comedy? Who just said that? Was that your co- co-host? No, that was me. What oh, okay, you, it what, sounded like it was another person. Because it was. It was oh. like, I'm not supposed to talk about this, <laughs> but I'm going to. I have, I have like, some rules because, like, you know, I, I have my opinions on virtual comedy, and um, I think they'd be better off just fucking shooting themselves on camera. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, I, you know, well, it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, yeah, it, it really is weird. It's like, you know, I was just talking about this with my friend today. It's like, how degrading is it too? I mean, 
you're kind of like degrading stand-up comedy as an art form by doing that. I mean, I mean, it's crazy too. I mean, not only just think about your home. It's it's the one place you can't bomb in. You don't you don't want to bomb in your bed and then sleep in the same bed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you don't want to sleep where you bomb. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. You don't you don't you don't see me sleeping on stage at the Pittsburgh Improv or anything. You know what I mean? Like no, but that's like it's like bringing home a hooker to your house and having sex with her in your bed and then she tells you like ah I've had better <laughs> it's it'd be more like FaceTiming a hooker <laughs> <laughs> and then she and like and sex. she still charges you full price oh right and I, you're like god damn I mean you know yeah dude I I can't I can't get behind it. Cheers to everybody that loves it. Um, I don't know. Stay busy doing nothing, I guess. Me, I started fucking exercise. Dude, I've lost 25 pounds. I know you probably can't tell. Cause oh, wow. I can actually add. I, I thought you, know you lost what? 30. Maybe more. I, I was going to say something, but, you know, I don't really comment on people's weight or anything. I never, I just, it's, it just, I just feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Unless they lost a lot of weight where I'm like, whoa, look at but since you're so far away, I didn't. You know what I mean? No, I'm 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 fishing for compliments. Because fi- the worst is when I say like, "Man, have you lost weight?" And they're like, "Actually, no." And I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> That's like, the worst. They're like, they're like, "No, I'm I'm fatter actually. Yeah, actually, I'm, actually I'm fatter." Wait, dick. But yeah, no, I've I started eating right and just getting healthy because I saw a meme online, right? It was just a meme and it was like it was like the toilet paper aisle's empty. Uh what does toilet paper do to protect you from getting sick? The vitamin aisle is full. And you know, I'm curious. So I went to the store and I was like, Oh wow, the toilet paper aisle is empty and the vitamin aisle is full. And I was like, I'm gonna buy some vitamins. So I bought vitamins and I started taking a multivitamin. That's it. And that whole week, yo, I felt like a different person. And I was like, wow, I must be like really in bad, you know, I'm in a bad way. If that helped me like this much. Right. So then, right. I, then I just started eating healthy and going for a walk every night. And now it's like a little jog. It's a good time. Right. Well, well you know, oh, sorry, I'm um, well, that's good, man. I mean, and don't feel guilty that it took a little thing for you to get like that. I mean, sometimes it's. It, Someone just needs a little spark, you know what I mean? I mean, a whole wood, the whole forest could be burned down by one match, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow, so, that's deep, man. Don't feel, don't feel guilty about that with the multivitamin thing. You know, but you look great, you know. Thank it's you, man. Now that you. you're saying it, I can definitely see. I knew it wasn't in my own head now, looking back. And um, that's great. My producer's back there, like, opening a bottle of wine. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's just a drunk. He's really. Have you been dr- drinking lately? Uh, me personally, like a motherfucker. I could drink really? whiskey. I can drink whiskey. You can drink whiskey. Diet. You can drink whiskey on a diet. Whiskey is diet alcohol. No, it's not. It has a lot of sugar. You should actually drink tequila or vodka. Um, those are better for you, carb wise. I've been drinking whiskey. Right. He might be right, but I've been drinking whiskey, and I love it. <laughs> He just discredited your whole fucking <laughs> nutrition fact thing. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm so you know drinking what? it. You uh, know what? Can, can, we, can we get a Google? How many carbs are in a serving of whiskey? Come on. Let's let's see it because I think it's zero. Uh, oh, see, see what happens. You go up against him and now you have to do extra work and Google shit. What I, I know. 
Well, that's like um that life of Carlos. Well, that's like the cool that's like the cool thing. Like Jesse didn't do a fucking thing. He just oh talked. shit. Get the fuck out of here. Zero carbs, but hold on. There's got to be sugar. I know there's a bunch of sugar and sugar. I know there's sugar. I know there's sugar. There's uh, only, the only sugar's in your like, tank, buddy. Something. Fuck, there's zero there's sugar. Something. Wait, whiskey's good for you? Wow, Nick's <laughs> brain. Nick's brain is coming in with the cold hard facts. And you know what? He's backing it up. We just did a fact check. Dude, I love the way that when you said that, you turned your head. And to me, it looked like you were looking at him <laughs> and telling him <laughs> that I was right. I liked that. That was fucking Listen, awesome. Carlos, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking great that was awesome holy shit so so i'll have to admit dude i've seen i've i've seen clips of um like the clips you post to your podcast and stuff i like right. it i think it's funny but i'm not like i'm not gonna come on and lie to you and be like oh dude i fucking listen all the time because i don't i don't even listen to my own podcast um really but um What's your uh, what have you been doing for your podcast lately? Were you and Godfrey? What have you? How have you been? Have you been skyping? Have you been going in live or? Well, I mean, yeah, we've been doing the Zoom thing. You know, I know we're on Skype, and I, I know this is like Yankee Red Sox over here, but um, you know, I've been doing the whole Zoom thing, and uh, you know, I, I honestly, man, I, I, you know, maybe maybe you guys can relate or something. Um, I don't know if Carlos is a comic or not, but no, is he a comic? No, no I'm not a comic. No, he's a music producer. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, so I've been comedy, doing comedy uh, like five years. And, you know, ever since I started, I've been on stage pretty much every night. You know what I mean? Multiple times a night ever since I started. And, um, you know, I, I'm really beginning to remember what it was like to be before a comedian. And um, I used to do a lot of crazy shit just to get like an adrenaline fix. And I'm kind of feeling that same way now. I've been doing a lot of stuff that I don't usually do. And maybe saying stuff to people that I, I shouldn't be saying, maybe going over the line with roast jokes, you know what I mean, busting people's balls. You know what I mean, because I'm all tied up. I'm, it, it just got all this pent-up energy. Yeah, you're used to hanging out with comics. All we do is break each other's balls. That's well, all well, we even, do. Even go, right, and even going on stage, you let out this almost pent-up energy. Oh, yeah. And because I haven't yeah. been able to do that, you know, it's almost like I, I, would, I, I just feel like a tamed lion at this point. <laughs> or or just, like a boxer that's not allowed to practice. You know what I mean? Like a or tamed train. lion. All I thought of was Tiger King when you said that. <laughs> of course. I saw a tiger. And a tiger saw me. Oh, that's my boy. <laughs> Yo, that's my boy. That Joe Exotic. Slaps. I will be there in 20 years when he gets out of prison and I'm getting him on the podcast. I will he might pick be him up early, but. He might be getting out early. Yeah, dude. Donald Trump Jr. was on Twitter talking about he's going to tell his dad to really review Joe Exotic's case and maybe give him a pardon. <laughs> and I love that. Listen, um, I think I think that's great. Do I actually think it's going to happen? No, I think. No, I think it's hilarious, know, though. I think Trump Jr. is probably just, you know, um, playing clickbait a little bit, you know. Oh, of course. Kind of just trying to, see, you know, sound like he knows what's going on. But um I, I honestly, but like I said, there's a lot of pent up energy, and um, you know, lately on my podcast, I started I started beefing with uh, one of the producers, just because we were bored one episode. It seemed like we were bored, so I, I created this fake beef because I've been watching a lot of WWE, and I'm like, fuck it, <laughs> it's all Let, about the storyline. 
it's let's, all about the storyline story here. Yes, I'll play the heel because one episode, <laughs> you know, uh, Godfrey whipped out the dictionary and started looking up words like quarantine, like the whole. So to me, I was like, oh, we're scrambling for content. You know what I mean? I was like, uh, hey, producer, I got beef with you. You know what I mean? I, it's like Hulk Hogan going, you're going down, brother. So I start making up this fake beef, petty thing, like you didn't do this. I I hate you. We're beefing now. And now we're getting into it. And now you know, I realized that was probably not the right thing to do and now, <laughs> because yeah, she took it as serious. Yeah, he's like upset. No, he's not upset. He was just like, hey, maybe just don't do that because – um, she works for us. She supports us. The only reason the show is running is because of her. Oh, the chick with so the maybe glasses. don't make the person, maybe don't make her miserable and stuff. And I was like, you know, you're right. I, I'm probably just going start crazy. I'm, um, I was trying to do a gimmick and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. So but yeah. you guys get on each other. I, I listen to the podcast and there's times where you guys riff on each other. Yeah, no, I mean, Okay, so if you want to hear the whole story, I guess we'll get. It's not a long story, but you can smoke in there. Yeah, we could. This is CBD shop, dude. This is the studio, bro. I could smoke. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I'm living. I'm telling you, bro. Once the quarantine's over, we got to get you in here. This is the life. Okay. Yeah. No, but um. <clears throat> so, the producer of our show, um, uh, her name's Alex. She's she's an amazing person. Such a sweetheart. You know, gorgeous girl, works her ass off, you know, is, is such a great person. I can't stress that enough, you know. And, um, <clears throat> you know, when I first started coming on, she, she made me feel really welcome. And, uh, but, you know, was, you know I, on one of the videos, and she has her own very funny podcast. And it, on one of the po- uh, comments on the YouTube channel, somebody commented on the podcast that I'm on, uh, I want to check out her podcast to see if she's funny. And I replied, don't bother, she's not funny. <laughs> and uh, I was just busting chops. Listen, it's it's a comedy network. It's all comedy podcasts. She's coming from Legion of Skanks, where they rate. You know, they do. It's a great podcast. I love it. But they 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 do a lot of stuff that's anti DC. I mean, one segment was they rated Bill Cosby's accusers to see which one was the hottest. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. And it's hilarious, but that's the world that she's – and I just thought that would be such a tic-tac. Yep. But I guess because it's her project and stuff, she felt uh, a certain type of way, which I fully understand. And uh, we you know, we got into an argument over that. It was like some Howard Stern shit. Dude, I was just trying to replicate some Howard Stern on-air beef where the listeners are like hanging on every edge and go, ooh, this is getting good. <laughs> Fucking sporty shit. I'm bored, but this thing? Wow, these guys have been cool for 13 – now they're just going at it. I love this. Yeah. They're like, yeah, go Alex. Yeah, go Andre. That's what you want is a little – you know, WWE. Yeah. People love that shit. But I guess, you know, some people, you know, they just, they just don't – whatever, you know. But – Well, I mean, yeah, the producers are important, man. I was going to say before too if it wasn't for Lois as much as I shit on him as every opportunity. Um if it wasn't for him, dude, I don't know how to make this shit work. He's got. I yeah, don't, like, I don't know how to make this. I don't know how to make this happen. This is fucking. Uh, this is this is tremendous. This is awesome. I could see you. You could see me. We're talking. It's all getting recorded. Fucking somehow, right? Right. No, it's fucked up. And I guess I was just trying to follow the lead because you know, Gas Digital. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I mean, Luis J. Gomez runs it. You know, I know, I know he's very into like WWE kind of like playing the heel and yeah, calling well, people out. And, it's extreme shit. It's, you know, it's rough. It's, you know, it's not a, it's not like for your easy listening Sunday. I mean, it is easy to listen to. It's fucking hilarious, but yeah. you know, it's, it's not like, you know, it's not smooth jazz. Right. So I just, I fucked up. I recognize it. And, um, you know, so that's that's what I've been going through lately with my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you shell and monked your hair. What happened? I know. But so, so you li- you actually listen to the podcast, Carlos? Yeah, I'm a listener. Yeah, Sean. Oh shit! Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, but but I mean, <clears throat> well, that's now, really now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> now I well, just feel, I feel like an I'm asshole. A com- I feel I'm- awkward. I'm a comedy fan, and like I've seen you and Godfrey twice. I've seen you guys at Stress Factory, and I've seen you recently at Mohegan. So I've seen how you have, you know, progressed as a comic. And I got to tip my hat off to you because I've seen you go. I think you had 15 minutes. You correct me if I'm wrong. 15 minutes at first when you're opening for Godfrey, maybe like two years ago, and now you're up to like a half hour. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Don't take his opinion of comedy too seriously. He thinks I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, you, you speak on a good point. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of comedies that disregard, you know, what audiences, uh, audience members perceive of their kind. But I'm like, my thing is like, listen, this is who we're playing to. I mean, their opinion is the only one that matters. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. without the, with the that's that's my that goes back to my issue with virtual comedy. You need the <laughs> fucking audience. Well, if you ha- you can do it. You, it, it's for it's it's about that fucking connection when you feel it. I don't I don't feel shit from a fucking computer screen. No, never. No, it's not real. It's it not a real thing. Looks like a meeting, like that whole SNL shit that where they did at home. It looked very awkward, dude. Like. Like, I mean, the, the update was okay. Like the virtual comedy is people like sneaking into Zoom meetings of like Fortune <laughs> yes. 500 comedies and like drawing dicks and swastikas. Like, and then fucking Zoom has to put out like an international thing. They're like, hey, be real careful. Set a password. There's racists and weirdos with dick drawings. And like, you're like, holy shit. Here we go. Like, like those people are having a good time doing vir- that's virtual comedy. Right. Yeah, that's that's Yeah, that's fucking horrible. That's um <laughs> I that's mean, just terrible. Like I said, you, you know, you don't want to bomb where you sleep. <laughs> you don't want to bomb where you eat or you where you sleep. I just don't and here's the thing, guys, do all the comedians out there that are like cranking out content online, listen, not everybody needs to have a web series. Not everyone needs to have a podcast that just got invented two weeks ago. I mean, Nick's been doing his podcast for a very long time. I've been doing my podcast for a while now. I mean, the podcast that I'm on. And uh, listen, you see a lot of comics that you see an act of desperation from their posts. You know what I mean? It just seems very desperate. Mm. Like they're just trying to stay relevant. My thing is, listen, you, you can just chill. Nobody's getting on your case for more content. Well, and here's the thing, too. When this is over, nobody wants to hear your coronavirus jokes. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, I well, mean, they better they better be fucking good. Like no one like, you know, people are ready to like I, I at least my feeling. Maybe I'm on. wrong. I could be wrong. People want to move past this. We want to move past this and we want to get shit going. We want to be safe, but we want to get shit going again. Well, I think I think I think. I think that's true, but I also think, I mean, dude, look, I mean, are you really telling me first time back on stage, 
it's not going to be weird after all this. You go up on stage <laughs> and you go, so my wife, she, uh, you know what I mean? People yeah, are going to be like, yeah, dude. No, no, you're going you're gonna to have to come out and address it. Yeah, you got to address it. That would be weird if nobody – come on. People would be like, yo, where is the corona shit, my man? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> can somebody address what the fuck just happened? I mean you guys are comedians. You're supposed to comment on on current situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean I'm just not looking forward to like throwing some material around at the Stress Factory on a Wednesday night and listening to 17 comedians do seven minutes or five minutes or whatever they're giving now of coronavirus jokes, bad no, coronavirus no, jokes. Well, I'm not looking forward to it either, but listen, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, there's going to be a lot of hacky shit, too. Like, there's going to be people like, you know, someone's going to cough in the audience. There's going to be that comic that's like, oh, Corona, Corona, Corona. (laughs) Oh, Oh, now, if you took out a T-shirt cannon and blasted a fucking stack of masks at him, (laughs) that would be fucking hilarious. You know there's going to be the comic, too, that wears gloves and masks on stage. Howie Mandel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does it already. Does you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he really? Yeah. I mean, now uh, I wouldn't be remiss. Like, I, you know, I could probably get away with bringing my own microphone. And it's really just like a... Uh, nobody would get mad at you. It's like an arrogant thing. Like, you bring, like, a golden mic out. <laughs> You're like, no, it's just for Corona. Just for Corona. No, I'm not arrogant. It was the only one they had. Sorry, it's gold. <laughs> you, you better murder if you whip out a golden mic. <laughs> if you bomb after whipping out a golden mic, we're like, dude. <laughs> and then you like take you like look at your hands; they're all green because <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> no, listen. Um, it's well. So, Carlos, how long have you been listening to the pod, to the podcast? Um, shit, a couple of years, I think. Really? Yeah, I've been listening to you guys pretty much since you started. You know, like, like Godfrey's in my top three of all time. Like, God, I've never seen anybody funnier on stage that like makes my face, my head, my stomach hurt. My wife cries of laughter every time we see you guys. And we've seen a lot of people, Wanda Sykes, you know, a bunch of people. And you guys are definitely up there at the top tier. I don't want to, like, shit on anybody else. But um, we always make sure that we go to a Godfrey show. Wow, that's amazing. What do you think about uh, the podcast? you like the dynamic and stuff? Yeah. The other question I have for you in, in terms of, you know, Godfrey, not to, like, t- dwell on him too much. But it's just as a fan. No, you can dwell on him all you want. I mean, it's I have a podcast. Because I've seen know. him... I haven't, I haven't seen him really do any like repeated material. So like, and I've seen him three months, six months, even nine months apart or a year apart and it's new shit. I'm just like, how the fuck does this guy pump out new like material? Is it like, does it take him like a couple months? I don't, I don't know. Well, so yeah, this is an interesting question and, and a really good question. Um, you know, I pondered this about myself um, in the beginning of me uh, knowing him and seeing him perform for the first time ever at the cellar like four years ago or something, you know. I've often thought the same thing myself. I mean, I've never seen this guy repeat material. How does he do it? This guy's a freak of nature. And everyone will tell you the, the same thing. When he does six, 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 six weekends on a weekend show, you know, six weekend shows Thursday through Sunday, 
essentially that six hours he has to do, he will do six hours and do six completely different hours. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Now you name me another comedian out there that can do that. Sure, that's you like might some be Richard. That's like some Richard Jenny shit. Yeah, that's up there with right. um, Rock and Chappelle, from what I've heard. Right, and uh, you know the best way I can answer your question is, uh, I've and I've studied. I've studied Godfrey, his comedy. Because as comedians, we're very observant. I've, I've studied what his strengths are, you know what I mean? And the guy, the guy has no weaknesses on stage. He has so many different paintbrushes, you know what I mean? He has impressions, yeah. mm-hmm. physicality, yeah. you know, jokes, you know, uh, different dialects, you know what I mean? He has, he has the complete package. And, uh, but what I've realized is how he's able to crack out so, mater- so much materials is – it's a perfect marriage of not only does he have great opinions about a lot of things, and not only is he super observational, and not only does he understand the human psychology so well, which he majored in psychology yeah. in, in college, but it's also that he has and has earned his way to getting the stage time available to him um, every single night to work all these ideas out. You know what I mean? The guy gets to do probably – around 30 minutes or more at the comedy cellar every single night in front of a, you know, packed house. And he's just trying out new stuff all the time. Every night there, you're going to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. With, yeah. with that kind of formula, it, it equals just endless amounts of material. Well, that's, and, uh, that's the great thing about the city too. You, you have high, you have turnover. You're seeing new people all the time with the audience too. Right. and you get and you could throw and you get new you know because if you do like the observational stuff obviously you're doing a little bit of crowd work looking at the crowd you know you get like new ideas you get new vibes from new crowds and new people and d- diverse people from different new york city's the 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 international city right absolutely and um you know i and and i, I don't want this to be for the people listening i don't want this to be mistaken for well i guess that's all i need right is 30 minutes uh, a night at a, at a hot club in front of people and I'll have hours of material. No, someone could have that and still not have hours of material. It's because he has so many great opinions about a lot of things. I mean, he's so knowledgeable about so many different topics that he can do, you know what I mean? And he's just so naturally incredibly talented that there's all those things added up just equals endless amounts of material, you know? Yeah. I mean? So yeah, to answer your question, that's why. So what do you think about you were saying that the fit like he has all the different hallmarks. So, so you brought up physical comedy, dude. I love physicality and comedy. I think that I'm only getting the laughs that I get because of my physicality and and you know the animation that I bring when I do my comedy. And I notice you're super physical and you do the voices and 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 get like real crazy on stage too. Yeah. Um- you know, it's funny. A lot of people that are like comics, comics are really good joke writers. They, you know, um, you get a sense they look they look down on physicality, on physical humor. You know, what I mean, they call it what's what's called a hack. You know, what I mean, which is just really uh, kind of like a basic term. Calling you're basically just calling someone basic as fuck. You know, and I, I don't subscribe to that theory. I mean, look, comedy, stand up comedy, it's a live performance art form, which is which means you got a stage. And if you go back in history, I mean, the stage is. It's always been correlated with being physical on stage. I mean, you look at Shakespeare plays, you look at dancing. I mean, you look at anything on stage, it's related to being physical. 
You yeah. know what I mean? So why is stand-up comedy? I mean, it's called stand-up comedy for a reason because when you stand up, you, you can be more physical. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, honestly, if you're doing an hour show too, if you plan on being a headliner one day, you you have to be at least somewhat physical to keep the audience interested for a whole hour. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people, that's the other thing people don't realize too. You know, five minutes flies by when you're, when you're jerking off before you got to go to work and now you're late for work. But even just doing five minutes, dude, five minutes is a long time when you're standing up on stage all by yourself with a fucking room full of eyes <laughs> looking at you saying, make me laugh. Right. And, and, um, like how many comics, I mean, I see so many comics that just stand there, stand stiff. And it's almost like they're reading off a teleprompter oh, yeah, and they'll, yeah. and they'll get, they'll get a good reaction. But I'm like, this is boring. Walk around a little bit. It's even engaged. Fucking let me just, you know, that's why Sebastian is so great. You know what I mean? Well, he's an Italian. And, he's an Italian. Yeah. He's all over. <laughs> hey, come on. Like they're all over the place. They're great. It's, well, it's great because it keeps you captivated. Listen, there's what I've noticed is that to, to, to fellow comedians, comedy is a verbal thing. Like we could stand backstage and listen and be like, ah, oh, that's good. But to the audience, the regular civilian... It's a whole visual. Oh yeah, and when and when they see me, that's what I notice. Like I had, I I did I did my thing at Broadway before the shutdown in front of like the the main room packed, and they fucking love me because they're like I could just see it in their eyes. The ones I could see, they're like, dude, this guy's a fucking maniac. He's out of his fucking mind. Look at him, and you just I just can't convey like my whole aura. Standing there because that's not me. That's not who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Some people are like yeah. that. Quiet, reserved. Like you have different styles, obviously, but I'm a maniac. Well, from a fan perspective, I'd much rather see us live, of course. And then second would be a, a video recording and then would be the audio. Because sometimes when you're listening to audio, there's moments where people are laughing. and You're like, oh, the comic must be doing something physical because they're not saying anything right now and everyone's fucking cracking up you know then you see the video and you're like oh you see the, the facial expressions and the gestures and everything yeah, yeah like someone like sebastian i would find it's pr pretty much if you listen to an album of his you're probably like what's going on <laughs> well that's like that's like a pot that's like a podcast too that's why we want to we want to go video on this podcast you guys are video which I see you get like clips and you see the dynamic and you see you guys talking to each other and stuff. Like, I think that's what people want to see. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I listen to podcasts all on my iPhone. I don't really watch them on YouTube just because I listen while I'm working like with a thing and it's great and I love it. I listen while I'm like going on my walks and my jogs. Now I used to listen to music and for some reason now I can listen to podcasts and still kind of <laughs> trance out. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Oh, you just, I no, was free. That was weird. You were like, I was like, what is he? Do you look like, um, you look like you were on the Star Trek Enterprise. They're like, oh, arm the phasers. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> like, you ever watch Star Trek when Picardy's like on screen and they're like, Captain Picard, you'll not get away with this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's my, this is resting on my laptop. Oh, I thought. Uh, which is like 11 years old. And I just turned it on because, but, um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, it's like, um, yeah, the physical humor, I mean, I mean, honestly, like, if you were to ask me, like, people say attack, but if, 
if I can just point at the air and go like this and, and it just kills. Yeah. I'd rather do that. Dude, <laughs> dude, I do. It's, it's my face. It's like all yeah, my facial can... expressions and like, you know, you got to let you, there's so much more to it. There's so much if more can, to it. You know, if I can just look to the left, you know what I mean? And people go crazy. Why would you not do that? You know what I mean? You're there like, to give them a good time. If that's what they want, you're giving it to them. Yeah, you have a couple and of bits that work because of you acting shit out. Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, what What are you talking about? Well, I don't want to ruin your act, but there's like a few bits that well, you no, do. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. There's a few bits that you act stuff out, like you driving in the car and shopping around and shit. And of course, like the Instagram thoughts and stuff like that. You know, it wouldn't be funny without you acting right. shit out. So do you see me at Foxwoods? Yeah, bro. I saw you at Foxwoods. I seen you guys at Stress Factory. I fucking listen to your podcast when I'm at work. If I, I'd rather watch the video of you two, but I can't watch that when I'm at work. So I just listen to it. You, you, you like the dynamic between us? Yeah, it's a good dynamic. Um, you're, I give you props, man. You know when to chime in and when not to. You, have a, you know when, how to sit in the pocket, on the podcast. Right, because sometimes I'll get, you know, I remember in the beginning I used to get so much slack for not talking enough. Nah. And my thing was, I, I'm, listen, he, he's, he goes on these rants and it, the subjects will change like so quickly where I'm like, okay, now we're talking about this. Not, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes so I mean, like, the, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, sometimes you're just fucking laughing because he's fucking hysterical. Right. Like, that too. Also, it's not my podcast. So, like, in the beginning, I got really nervous. I didn't want to speak too much and be like, oh, listen, it's my podcast. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, I uh, go through that. I go through that as well. Jesus right. Christ. So, but I'm get, I've definitely gotten way more comfortable. And um, I just look at it like I'm the Artie Lang of his show. Listen, I have a lot of funny stories. I have a lot of funny experiences, and there's a lot of funny stories that I've never even told on the podcast. And there's Artie Lang stories you can tell. (laughs) Artie Lang stories? Yeah, you have Artie Lang stories. Yeah, how do you know that? Because I'm the producer of this podcast. I have to know what the fuck's going on. Right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's fucking on the ball, I'm telling you. This dude is on the ball. He doesn't fuck around. He doesn't fuck around. He knows more about me than I do. <laughs> I know I can see it in your face that it's like a, it's weird, isn't it? No, because it's just it's just I just you know that's no, a cool moment because um, you know I do forget that the podcast that we get like fifty thousand downloads like an episode and shit. You know what I mean? I forget that because um, even I, you know speaking of stress factory, I remember one time and it and it's not me bragging. This is me speaking to like how cool it felt for me because it never happened before like that. I was with a girl, cute Brazilian girl, you know, Bridgeport, and we're walking into that pool hall right right across the street from Stress Factory. Oh, yeah, I've and, been there. Um, I, I've shot pool yeah. there. Yeah, and um, as I'm about to walk in, this guy outside smoking a cigarette, and he goes, yo, yo, Asian Andre, yo, what are you doing here? And it could have made me look cooler. He asked for a picture and the whole thing. Oh, you know what I mean? Nice. You that, still you, you know, still giving pictures after COVID is kind of done? <laughs> like, yo, no, you got to stand you know, over there, bro. We got to use the wide angle lens. <laughs> well, what does it say that, uh, you know, that all happened in front of that girl and she's still, you know, I didn't get 
all the way. But I was, I, I, <laughs> so I was just going to say, I was just going to say, did you fuck her? No, it's like, uh, she was very weird. She was like a tease. You know what I mean? Uh, she wasn't Latina enough for you. <laughs> you know what it is, man? She, she, um, a lot of girls up here and Carlos, maybe you can attest to this. Um, a lot of girls up here, they want white dudes. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess, like European looking Latino, so I kind of fall into that shit. So I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Latino doesn't even count, even because like they just look at you guys like you're Italian. Yeah. He well, I, like I could pass for it if you know. Yeah, like they're, they're like, oh, he's basically Italian. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but you, you're Asian, you know, so. No, I know what you mean. No. You went through it. You have a bit about it. It's hilarious. <laughs> what's my what's my bit? The one. <laughs> oh, you forgot about. I don't it. even know my bits anymore. There's, like, what's a, my bit? there's a bit you have because of um, going to a, a school predominantly with white people and white chicks, practically pretty much just wanting white dudes. Was, that was like the premise and the right. bullshit. Yeah, no, they, they had do. to deal they with one other way, and this, it's not a knock. It's just what's around. Yeah. It's what's you know familiar. What I mean? It's just familiar. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You know, get you a white dude. Fuck it. What do I care? Yeah, get you a white dude. Get you a house in Ronkonkoma with a fence. <laughs> <laughs> You're all set, dude. You could live right yeah, outside of Bayonne. <laughs> yeah, if you were if you were uh, Asian your husband chicks. works for Otis Elevators. It's all good. Get you a white dude. <laughs> Otis if you, Elevators. Yeah, if you were female, you'd be trying to get a white dude too. <laughs> If he was exactly. an Asian exactly. female. Your pause, your pause. My man said if I was female, your pause. Your pause. <laughs> your pause. This is an Asian joke. No, but here's the thing, man. <laughs> That's funny. Like, yeah, get your Yo, dude. speaking speaking of Asia, dude, my friend, shout out Mike Moki Koshak. My friend is in Cambodia right now. Mm. He was in Thailand. Okay? Yeah. He was in Thailand and he was like traveling looking to open a gym over there. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, what are you going to do with this COVID stuff? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I got to get out of here, but I don't want to come back to the States. He's like, they're, they're starting to lock shit down. So he met this chick and he ended up in Cambodia. He's on an island. The island is closed. You can't come on or off, but everything's open on the island. He's drinking like 50 cent Mai Tais. He's got like a really pretty Cambodian girl with him. He adopted a dog. There's like a dog running around on the street. He brought it in. He FaceTimed me the other day. He's like, yo, check this out, dude. And I'm like, oh, that's a dog. He's like, yeah, we found it in the street. I named it Hunter. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Hunter. And then he like panned over to his bed because it's like five in the morning. There was, you know, 12 hours ahead. He panned over to his bed and there's like a chick sleeping. She looked like she was dead. She looked like she was dead. And I was like, I was like, what are you doing? You're just like out in Cambodia, like. Adopting dogs and killing hookers? What's going on, dude? And he's like, he's, he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, pretty much. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny, dude. I was like, that's wild. But yeah, he's out there, and he says it's fucking awesome, dude. He says it's great. I go, I go, how how long are you gonna be there? He goes, well, I booked a hotel for another month. And wow. I was like, and I was like, well, what did that cost you? So, get, what what do you think it cost him? Close. 75 American dollars? 250 American dollars. I was going to say 200, yeah. 250 American dollars for a month in a nice hotel. A resort. Like a five-star. Oh. He's got like a pool. All-inclusive? 
No, it's not all inclusive, but it it might as well be because he eats every day. He eats and drinks and parties every day, and it costs him like less than ten dollars. Damn. And I mean, he. But parties. you know that you know I know it sounds good, but the partying every day thing doesn't that sound a little bit like? Uh, let me get some- I mean, when you're on a tropical island in Cambodia, can't be that bad. <laughs> Listen, if I was fucking mad girls and but then out there too, you don't know who's like a guy and girl, right? They got that whole thing going on. I don't know. I mean, it was. It gets old after a while. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm on the mindset of like, even during this quarantine, I'm like, I gotta keep moving. I gotta keep moving. Even with the podcast, man, you know, um, sometimes I feel like like an executive producer. Like I'm always thinking about business and what's next and promotion online. Like what's, you know, like what's the next thing we're doing? We, we, we do 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 people want to see a Yash on face mask? I mean, what's next? I mean, you should. You know what it. I mean? Like I'm I'm thinking like that level of. I'm always just like I, I just have to be productive. Well, yeah, of course, and I mean that's that's the great thing about having other outlets other than just stand up comedy. Like if your only avenue right now is to do stand up comedy, sorry, you're hit. Yeah. Not gonna fucking happen. Not right now. I I wonder if there are any like underground comedy shows going on. Probably. I mean, um, you know, that's you know. I mean, I know that comics would show up. Do you know the hookup where I could get a haircut? Because Godfrey keep getting fresh fades. Yeah, it's so funny. People are so people are more updated on Godfrey's hair than like. Because um. <laughs> look at DJ <laughs> Khaled. New York City death tolls. DJ oh, Khaled looks York, like I have no idea, but Godfrey's hair. I'll tell you, it's uh. <laughs> but bro, DJ Khaled looks like a bodega clerk, and fucking Godfrey's got a fresh <laughs> fucking skin fade. Was that really? Was well, that picture of DJ Khaled real? Yes. Do you know what we're talking about, Andre? I did see a little bit of that, and uh, well, Godfrey's a very uh, well manicured man. He um, he's very good <laughs> at ma- maintaining a lot of stuff, and he knows how to cut his own hair. He learned in college. I have Dominican. Uh, I have Dominican. You know, I mean, what happened? Carlos loves a well manicured man. No, That's no, what he was no. going to say, but he's scared. Say, I have no pause. pause, pause. pause. <laughs> I, I have. Um, Dominican family members and I know that they fucking clo- cut hair with the fucking gate closed. That shit's going on. Yeah. With the gate closed? What'd you say? He, the mean, fr- the he full, means the that- storefront. They close the gate. You come in through the back. Oh, bring- right, right, right. Yeah, I just... Well, did you hear about that barber that died after he was given like a lot of underground haircuts? No, I didn't hear about that. Ever since I heard about that, I was like, nah, I'll just shave my head. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the thing. It, newsflash, guys, that's going on. Like, I know several bars. I know more than several bars that are texting, like, the regulars on the down low at certain times. You know, even though they're open for takeout only, you know, you come in and get your takeout and hang out for two, three hours and mm-hmm. have drinks. And fucking, I know that's plenty. Really risky, man. I know plenty yeah. of establishments that are are are. You know, just doing what they have to do to pay the bills right now. Name twenty. I can't name any of them, dude. Because it's I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> You're like name twenty. I have a pen and paper right here. Officer, hold on. Let me hit record. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So we moved to your kitchen. Are you making more tea? I'm. I, you know what? I'm. I'm I become a cat. I, I usually don't drink caffeine, but during this thing, like I said, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I usually don't, and uh, I become a caffeine hound. 
That's all right, dude. It's nothing wrong with that. I just, you know, but um, yeah, man. So that's how Godfrey cuts his hair. And um, Kyle's is asking me everything about Godfrey. He's like, I know he's. Well, I think I think he's excited. He's excited. He's fanboying out over here. He's. (laughs) I can see him. He's actually touching himself a little bit. He's really getting creepy. I know. He's like. He's like. How's Godfrey's? How's Godfrey's bowel movements these days? I mean, is there- <laughs> what does it smell like when you go in the bathroom after him? <laughs> like- <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So now he's red. Uh, I've never seen a Spanish guy turn that red. No, I'm. I'm also drinking wine. So. He doesn't like when I when I rail on him. A no, it's bit. all good. I it's wish good. we had. I wish you could see go him pause, too. Go pause. My man said rail on. Go pause. Go pause. <laughs> It's so funny. I got Godfrey good. You know, I've been getting better at getting Godfrey back. Because in the beginning, I, I wouldn't jab back at him because I was so nervous being on. I was so nervous because I was like, I can't believe I'm on the show right now. I can't believe. You know what I mean? How did that How did that even come about? Why don't you explain for the, the folks? It came about, um, you know, he just asked me to be on after a weekend at Levity. We did a two-man show, and I was doing really well on stage. And uh, he's just like, yo, you want, and we were friends for a couple years before that. He's like, you want to come on my podcast? And I was like, yeah. And the first episode I went on, I fucking murdered. A couple episodes later, he's like, yo, you want to come back on? I was like, yeah. That episode went well. And after the show, he's like, shit, maybe be a regular. And I was like, you don't got to tell me twice. And ever yeah, since right. then, I haven't, I haven't missed a single episode. That's, the, that's what I miss most about comedy is hanging out with my friends. That's what I miss. Hanging out with my friends before or after a show, talking shit. People you can talk like you said, you've been popping off a little bit and feeling like it's inappropriate afterwards. Like I miss seeing people I can like, you know, talk shit to. And that will talk shit right back to me. Oh, dude, if I can't talk shit to my friends, I mean just put the gun in my mouth and let's end it. Yeah, right. Well, are are we really even friends if we don't talk shit to each other? That's no. what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> my friends are brutal, dude. My friends will just, we rag on each other. I mean, my friend will call me and he'll be like, yo, what's up? Yo, where you at, bro? It sounds quiet. You performing? <laughs> oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, we will go in on each other. Like, we just, we, we go in, you know? We just tear each other apart. And it's so fun. Yeah. Well, that's what life is, man. Can't live your life. Worrying about offending people and all that bullshit. It's just not worth it. Absolutely not worth it. So, no. so you, now you're smoking. So what are you saying, Carlos? Uh, which what was that, Nick? Who's smoking? Smoking what? Smoking a cigarette? Yeah, dude. Is, is that bad? Can I take a look at Carlos? I just want to see your face. I feel like... I feel like Carlos is like the Wizard of Oz. I don't... Okay. Nice. Do you know that creepy guy? <laughs> I, thought, I thought Guillermo was a lot shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Guillermo died. He's um he's uh he came out of nowhere, man. He's like a he was like a gift from God. I was a guest on the podcast and then I did so well that he just asked me to be a regular. 
That's uh, pretty... Was that a callback to make? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that no, was. No, oh, kind... wow. Wow. <laughs> I think that was, dude. That was good. Like, that was a, he threw a dagger. All right. All right. <laughs> da- All right. The gloves are off, Carlos. The gloves are off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, no. I was gonna give Carlos a yes on T-shirt, but you know, I think I just. Oh uh, damn! I think I gave it to Jesse. Oh, and, uh, producer! <laughs> oh, and Jesse's crying in it right now. No, that's actually also how I became on here because Jesse fucking butchered the podcast I was on. Didn't put it out for like two, three months, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on with it?" Give it to me. I could get it to work. He's like, fine, sure. And then I made it work. And then he was like, oh, wow, you're really good at this. And then he gave me a few others behind Nick's back <laughs> to do. And Nick was like, wow, podcast. I was like, wow, the podcast amazing. sounds great. Jesse's like, oh, yeah. And then I like made more. I was like, no, the podcast sounds great. What are you doing? He's like, um, I'm, I, I gave it to someone else to, to, to master and, and mix down. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, keep doing that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, keep doing that. It's good. It sounds good. That's just funny. like s- sitting there like now this guy's like like running my podcast. I don't even know him. And I was like, fuck it. I need to know this guy. Oh, yeah, it's true. And well, then that, yeah. Now he's here. Now I have to see him every week. And I don't know how I feel about my decision. <laughs> well, how do you feel about this? I mean... What do you think? You think comedy is ever going to be back like it was, or do you think it's going to be better than ever? Or do you think it's going to be gone? Where, where do you fall under with that, Nick? I think it's coming back, dude. I think yeah. people are ready. I think people right. are ready to go out and have a good time, dude. It's going to come back hotter than ever. As soon as That's you what start, I'm as soon as you start, like like you saw what happened in Florida. And then the pictures from the beaches, they open the beach and people are fucking out there. They're like, yo, highest count of coronavirus deaths to date today. By the way, the beaches are open. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, beaches are open right to the beach. I mean, and that granted that's outside. And here's the other thing, too. You know, like I got a lot of shit for trying to do a show off the back of the Bohemian High bus. Like outdoor, I know the acoustics aren't great, but you know what? P- uh, like you got to do whatever people are gonna want to do. Like I know outdoor activities and stuff are gonna come back first, because like right now you can go to a hiking trail, you can like do things while socially distancing. That's all allowed. But yeah, once once people are back in restaurants and 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 bars and stuff. And here's the other thing about the American people: how fast do we forget shit? <laughs> how fast do we forget come on for, for two weeks after they let us open up or a month and then a month and a half and then it's two months after and then by three months after they've they say we're open do you think that there's really going to be anybody talking about social distancing and all this bullshit i don't think so i think there's gonna be a small percentage of people and i think those people are people that were germaphobes anyways and just mm-hmm. you know kind of like little you know, um, how you say a pussy, you know what I mean? Yeah, of a hundred percent, dude. No, comedy's fucking coming back, dude. Yeah. Comedy. But- well, I'm glad you're saying that. And, um, I guess I'd have to ask Carlos, you feel the same way? Because, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I here. see a lot of comics that are like pussy and I see other comics that are vicious towards those fucking queefs and it's going to be fun. I can't wait for comics to start railing on other comics and just ripping on them because they're fucking homos. 
Oh. Yeah. Are, are you telling well, me to I mean, go? <laughs> are you telling me to go? Because I got a lot to say, dude. Let I loose, just, man. Let loose. I just, no, oh, no, I can't wait to get back on stage. I can't, I just, you know, I'm just trying, I'm just me. I'm me, dude. I'm very opinionated. I can't help it. But yeah, no, comedy's coming back, dude. And, and it's, you know, over, over my dead body, is it going away? Like I said, I can't wait for the summer because uh, festival season and stuff. And I have access to the Bohemian High bus, someone to drive it, and we got oh, a I PA, yep. and we're going to go to fucking festivals and do comedy, man. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time, yeah. dude. We're going to do pop-up shows and shit, but, you know, you got to pop up where there's a crowd. We're not doing no, you know. Yeah. You got to have a good time. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Do you well, guys have any? Because- do you guys have any dates? Like booked out for October or Oh Or is everything kind of on hold? Yeah, everything is just kinda of like on everything's just up in the air. You know what I mean? It's like who knows, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to sit here and, and be like, Okay, I got this thing guaranteed. It just seems like everything's you know, on freeze right now, you know what I mean? But um, it's funny because, you know, uh, I talked to some other my a couple comics and uh, some of them and I, I get very infuriated when they say this. They're like, you know, comedy's over. I think comedy's over. What? Uh, it's done. And I'm just like, you know, it's really infuriating when you said that because you supposedly devoted your life to this art form and for you to just lose faith yeah. in this art form like that just because you've been inside for two weeks eating dominoes and playing video games. You think somehow an art form just died. It really just infuriates me because I know when stand-up comedy is back and better than ever, you're going to be enjoying the scene. And I'm just kind of like, but you weren't here when times were bad. You actually, you know what I mean? I think yeah. you got to reinvent yourself. I've seen other, a few comics reinvent themselves, the way that they're putting out content, or the way that they're um, hustling merch. And I think, and that goes across all different forms of entertainment. Well, so, I mean, yeah, you and you got to look and you got to think like. I'm so high, I forgot what I was going to say. But it, it was important. I was trying to hold out for that last I minute. Right there? Yeah. That shit, I do that shit all the fucking time. I, was trying I do to, that shit all the time. That dude, shit, I was trying to hold there, out. I was trying to hold out and then like come up, come back with it because sometimes it comes back. But that one. And you could tell he was trying to sound so smart. He's like, and, and, and that's the thing, man. Um <laughs> But you know what I like about you? You admit you're like I forgot. <laughs> I know me. I try to bullshit. I'd be like, that's the thing. Um, uh, you just uh, gotta get glasses. If you Asian with glasses and just clean them like you're Bernard on Westworld, people would be like, this guy's fucking bright. What? I know. Well, I have twenty twenty vision, so it's almost like an ego thing that just I don't carry wear glasses. around. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm so clumsy though, dude. I lose everything. I fucking. I'm the worst person. Ever. Now, Carlos, are you on Instagram? Do you follow me? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, D- did, he did, yeah, I think so. DJ Lack of Sleep. No, you could check me. DJ Lack of Sleep. I follow you. Okay, I think you follow me. Oh, that's you? Yeah, that's me. Oh, Look I'm, at I'm that. meaning to block you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, right? He's like, oh, that's that guy who keeps fucking. Dude, you know what's fucked up? I see you hitting the buttons, Carlos. I see you hitting the fucking buttons. And, and what see, so, okay, so can we, you hear we, that? Cancel, cancel, cancel. No, 
Okay, Damn, so here, so here's the thing, we've got a soundboard, <laughs> and it's and it's got like there's some Sam Hunter canceled, you know. There's like there's different people saying different funny things, and um, and you know some, uh, uh, some of them are mean, and every time I say something, I see him hitting those <laughs> buttons. And I don't know what he's hitting because I can't hear him. Ew, can't you hear can't it. hear him either. I can, no, I, I can't. He knows what know buttons he's happening. hitting. He knows he might be hitting no, the button. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You know. It could be I'll, anything. Yeah. No, if it didn't come through, then it didn't come through. So there's no. By buttons. the way, I just did research and DJ Lack of Sleep does follow me. So you're off the hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so is he blocked now? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. DJ no, Lack yeah, of Sleep did follow me. <laughs> <laughs> He's been reported DJ for Lack terms of, of reported for terms of service violations. <laughs> How many nudes has he sent you? <laughs> yeah, um, yes, yeah, so I, I don't. No, but I do that thing. I forget what I'm going to say all the time. And uh, no, so here's the thing, man. Comics. You know, they just have no faith in the art form, and it just really infuriates me, probably because I've devoted my life to this art form. And for people to just quickly dismiss an art form they also supposedly devoted their life to, it just really gets me infuriated. And I made a post about it. I don't know if you saw it, Nick. Or, or Yeah, I saw yours. Huh? Your post about, like, you posted Carlos. shortly, like a couple hours ago. You know, and, and, and a lot of people are like, wow, you really brought out the hammer. Like, you came out guns blazing. I was like, well... That was my intention, you know what I mean? Good. Look, I, it, this is the one thing I really do care a lot about. And for someone, to, especially a comedian, to, to disrespect it, I mean, like that, it just... Air quote comedians. Me Air quote comedians. Because to me, if you think that, you're not a fucking comedian. You never were a comedian. Well, so this might have helped the fucking bubble, the burst, the fucking wave that has come in with all these fake fucking... Well, I hope it does. Comedians. I hope it washes a lot of people out. I've, You know what I mean? I, I really hope it does wash a lot of people out. And to tell you the truth, I this is I'm going to sound like such a horrible person for saying this. If it doesn't wash a lot of horrible people out because they realize that they're not comedians and that comedy is not their calling, hopefully the financial struggles will not oh. allow them to take the time off to go do mics and fucking have to come bother me when I have to see them. Yeah. Am I a horrible person for thinking that? I, I mean, I had the gunshot to go off. When you I don't want to wish like ill will on people. And I hope that everyone's, you know, going to be able to maintain their lives and not lose their homes or, you know, have to go through some insane hardship. But like, you know, if you just couldn't afford that extra gas to come fucking do the same stupid shit you do every week at an open mic. Thank right, God. Like, uh, <laughs> it's also weird to, because, you know, I'm not going to lie. It, 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 the first week of this quarantine stuff, it was a little hard for me because, like I said, I'm so used to being on stage every night, getting that adrenaline fix every night. You know what I mean? And to go from that to cold turkey, I mean, it was it was pretty intense for me. And I just felt like I, you know, there's times I would kind of I just get emotional. You know what I mean? And then I realized... You know, it's it's it's, it's kind of like a fucking bullshit thing. Me being like, you know, the world. There's hundreds of thousands of people dying right now. And I'm over here like, but I want to talk about me. Me, <laughs> me. Yeah, so that's me. Yeah, no, I I I get that, and I kind of have a, a. I've been working. You know, I I still got a day job, so I've been working my day job, and um, 
you know, my commute's been great. I've, I've said that on the podcast a couple of times, dude. I fly to lower Fairfield County, dude. It takes me like 15 minutes Ooh, to get to like word. Greenwich. Yeah, it's Damn. amazing. Um, Wait, to Greenwich? Whoa. Yeah, dude. I can get to Greenwich in like 20 minutes. I'm lying. 15. But, uh, you know, I, I've been kind of lackadaisical, kind of like living my life and kind of not, you know, seeing. I understand the gravity of this whole thing. I'm not... You know, this is the first episode in a while I didn't talk politics or anything fucking crazy, so um, that's good. But you know, I I see I see that there's serious things going on, and that we do have to have some reverence and some respect for that. But at the same time, like, yeah, I'm ready to get the fuck back out and go talk about me and make people laugh. That's what that's what it's all that's what it's all about. You got to you got to realize too people are ready for yeah. people you know when it's safe we're ready for entertainment. Me as a me as a I'm not just I'm not just a, a producer of content. I I'm sure you'd say the same about yourself Andre. You're not just a producer of content. You like to you like to be entertained as well. Everybody does. Yeah. Sure. I mean that's so true. I'm sorry. When it opens up, are you you know how long till you till you feel comfortable going back into a club? Um, that's a great question. I never thought about that. I mean, that's a great question. I honestly don't. You know, I, don't what know. I, I guess I, you know I what I mean. Wait. When are when are yeah. you gonna when are you gonna shake hands with a fan again? <laughs> Interesting. I mean, me personally, like I said, I'm kind of a dumbass. Maybe I'll be that guy that gets COVID and dies from it. You know, like, oh, Nick Preen. Yeah, he was over there <laughs> shaking hands, taking pictures, thought he was fucking cute. Look at him now. He's dead. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's interesting. I never thought about that. Uh, I guess I'd be a little hesitant. You know, you know I guess I would, I would wait a week or two to see how things go. You know what I mean? Yeah, see if the numbers jump back up or and I mean I'm really I'm I'm interested too because I have a um I, I guess when this drops it'll be um this coming Friday. Yeah. So uh what is that? The fifth, Friday the fifth. Um this will be dropping this will be dropping, but um I think that uh yeah, Cinco de Mayo, another holiday we're gonna lose to the COVID. Um, I don't think we will. You I think, think people you think, are gonna. You think fucking, people are gonna go out and yes, drink on Cinco yes, de Mayo? Maybe yes. we'll see. Um, what, what will they be drinking? Corona. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, God damn it! There it goes again. Derailed. Well, when you guys talk about you saying you talk about yourself, you're really talking about us as well. Even though you're talking about yourself, what was I talking about? You were talking about uh, shaking hands. When's the first time you're gonna go back out? To do a show, you die of COVID, hypothetically. Pretty much just I die of COVID. <laughs> That's what we were getting at. I'm going to have respiratory problems because even though I'm getting in shape, I'm still not there. Waiting a few weeks to see how things go. Is jogging your oh, memory at all? Oh, this, okay. So, th- so this, is, uh, this is already going to be news, but tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's Sunday right now. So tomorrow, uh, they're going to announce that we have the antibody test available, like widespreadly available, which is the test that will test if you've had it, not if you have it currently. Like right now, the test they have, do you have it? No, you don't have it. Doesn't mean you didn't You didn't already get over it. So when the antibody test comes out, it actually really hit on Friday. Um, I, got a, I got some sources within the medical community 
um, that gave me this information. Uh, they they pulled like a test packet of like three thousand people um, in California, and like twenty eight hundred of them tested positive for the antibodies, meaning that they had the coronavirus at some point, and like most, like all of them, didn't even know that they had it. These were just healthy people that they pulled, hey, you know, and and they tested them. So I think we're going to get those numbers and we're going to start seeing that a lot more people had it than we think. When they start seeing that like five, six million people had it and we've really only had, you know, however many hospitalizations as we've had, which is horrible. It's, you know, it's an overwhelm to our system, shock to our system. But um, I think that uh, I think that the the picture of this thing is going to be a little less harsh than what it is right now. And I think that'll also help people relax, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, I didn't, I didn't know about that, but you're right. I guess, I guess those would be really valuable numbers to, to have at our, at our disposable to kind of, you know, look at these stats and, and gauge whether or not it's as serious as we're making it or is the media overhyping it, you know? Well, well, yeah. Cause when, cause when you see the denominator, you know, people who've had it over people who haven't had it, that's the death rate or people who died from it over people who had it. You're going to see the death rate start to plummet and it's going to go lower and lower and lower when you see that more and more people, you know, have had it. I wouldn't be surprised if it's ran through me and everyone in my house and, uh, you know, back in November, they said they're, they're starting to think that it's been around a lot longer than, um, you know, it's been here longer than, than they're, than they first thought. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, there's just so much speculation going on right now, you know. And that's what it is. It's speculation because I'm not a doctor or even qualified to try to sound like one. I love all these people. I love when they get in the deep discussion. They're like, no, the T-cells, like, no, T-cells don't do that. No, yeah, they do. Well, how do you – you can't catch a virus. You, and I'm like, oh, everyone's a doctor now. Everyone's a doctor. Well, <laughs> everyone's a doctor, and then there's the people who are like, no, dude, it's the 5G towers mutating oh, your cells. Yes. God. I'm like, yes. And here's, and here's the thing. Can you have a nuanced perspective? Like, yes, I do not think that 5G is a good thing. Because of the shortness of the distance that the waves go, it means they have to have so many more towers because of the wavelength. They don't travel. The signal is strong and fast or whatever it is, but it's only in a short span. So, yeah, do I think that pumping – because, like, if – I know people who install those things. If you stand in front of a cell tower too close to it for, like, an extended period of time, yes, you get some – you get ill effects from it. Like, so do I think it's bad? Yeah, I think it's not a good thing. Do I think that it's causing the COVID pandemic? No. No fucking way. That's not a real thing. A lot of people have debunked it. If you got debunked with a meme... Your argument ain't shit. I mean, it is it is bad. You've seen the videos where it like kills half of the tree and shit. That's no, real. Right. That's a real thing. And it's because I've never it, seen that. It it is, dude. It's 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 some see, I'm I got my tinfoil hat on. Oh right, no, I don't. It's a Raiders hat, but still. Um yeah, no, I, I see I think there's nuance to these things. And I think just like um just like cigarettes. The cigarette companies did anything uh, to to cover up the information that cigarettes were harmful to you. So, 
you know, you, you kind of exaggerate the claims and say, Oh, people are saying this. That's not true. Look what they're saying. That's crazy. When like on the real, on the real tip, like they know, like, yeah, you know, it's not doing that now, but in 20 years, yeah, you're probably going to have cancer. So, you know, it's not above, I don't think it's above, uh, the morals, you know, of, uh, some of these things, some of these companies and stuff to, to put profit before, uh, the safety of people. Right. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a thing that's happened. So I don't want to go too deep down the conspiracy hole, but yeah, no, 5g is not a good thing. 5g definitely is not causing COVID. That's not real. That's fake. That's just fake. That's fake news. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, man, I'd ask you if you had any dates that you wanted to plug. Um, but no, there's no dates to plug. I have no dates to plug. Uh, you want to plug the podcast real quick? Yeah, check out A Guy For We Trust. Uh, we're on all platforms. Anything you can think of, we're on it. And uh, yeah, man, uh, definitely uh, thanks for having me. Cool, yeah, man. So Yo, awesome. thanks so much for coming on, Andre Kim. Uh, for Andre, Carlos, and myself, uh, I'm going to say, everybody, AC is out.